Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show. Well, authorities are investigating after a vehicle slammed into an Omaha home early yesterday. A man drove his vehicle over a curb and crashed into a house near 61st and Park Lane Drive yesterday morning. Thankfully, no one was injured. The driver was taken to police headquarters for questioning. Well, did you see the deal? So the kid, he crashed into the kid's bedroom. And the kid that slept in the bedroom likes to move his bed all the time. Like, no. his mom's like, he's constantly moving his bed. Oh, no. Like, I want it over here. I want it over, over there. there. Yeah. You know, like, stuff you do. And luckily, he'd moved it. Oh. The bed the day before was where the car came in through his bedroom wall. So he rearranged his room. He moved it the night, like, the day before the night before. Oh, he oh smokes. That's lucky. Wow. And, right? the, and the mom said that, like, when she went outside, the guy was just mad about his car. Oh. The guy was upset about his car. Even worse. You're like, okay, well, you could have maybe killed my son. It's amazing how many killed people anyone. crash into houses. In I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, it happens in this town. And a they, lot. So now people, so many people have security cameras because they're cheaper and you can get them on your iPhone. Yeah. So they strung together this, this footage of the guy barreling down the street, going a million miles an hour, completely Losing bombed. control, drunk. Right. I don't know. He went in for questioning. Yeah, they, they said, they, said they were questioning to see if alcohol was a factor. They thought it was. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I think that's probably what they initially. That's a good thing that kid moved his, his, I moved know. his bed. Who would have thought? Yeah, not the greatest thing, knowing you're younger. I used to move his stuff around every now and then. Yes. Uh, but it's like a new own, room. You're your own decorator. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your parents would be like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm redecorating. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, and just your parents are like, okay, if that's how you're going to, I guess, spend you your You got it all thought out. Night. You're like, it's got better access to the Legos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, uh, planning process is continuing for a new homeless shelter uh, for LGBT youth here in Omaha. Uh, the Midwest LGBT Services Foundation held a closed-door meeting yesterday with board members and volunteers. The organization is planning to open a 14-bed shelter by October where the youth can take advantage of services including online schooling, counseling, and signing up for permanent housing. So it's a LGBT, their own place to go? Yes, for teens that are homeless. Do they homeless. get like turn, turned away from a regular shelter? I don't know if it's just support. Well, they're support. not comfortable or... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know the details on, on but why, but I would imagine maybe just support for their the issues that maybe they're dealing with or why they're homeless might be an issue. Uh, I don't know. But it's going to be a 14-bed shelter that's supposed to be opening in October. I mean, is, in theory, could I show up there if I was a teenager and they're like, we have no room. But if you come back, we're going to dress. Uh, we got a bed for you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if they turn people away. But good question. Uh, the recipient of the 2014 Nobel Peace Prize, the youngest ever Nobel laureate, Malala Yousafzai, she is going to be a featured speech the speaker at the 16th annual Lunch for Girls, that is annual she, benefit. Is she the one the Taliban tried to shoot yes. at? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. her. Really? I love Malala. Yeah, she's coming. The luncheon's going to be held Monday, July 18th at the CenturyLink Center from 1130 to 1. She's the third Nobel laureate. 
Um, you know, she is uh, to come and speak. Uh, Desmond, uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, then Senator Barack Obama uh, to speak at the signature fundraising event for Girls Inc. Other guest speakers have been, you know, First Lady Michelle Obama, Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. Uh, we've had Billie Jean King, Warren Buffett. They always seem to get some good talent in here to, to, to speak to the crowd and fundraise. Information about reservations for the luncheon will be available tomorrow on the Girls, Inc. website, or you can call Girls, Inc. When did Obama, uh, Obama speak at it? Oh, the back senator. when he was a senator. Mm-hmm. They brought him in. Um, geez, it was like early 2000 or 2007, six, maybe I can't remember. Uh, but it's a regular seating is going to be a hundred dollars per person. And then they'll have, you know, other tiers, but they're like our better factor levels and stuff like that to people who want to go. Nebraska's prison system is facing a staffing crisis that it may not be able to overcome. There are statewide nursing shortages and the state is having a problem. A spokesperson for the Nebraska Department of Correctional Services says about uh, 14 of about 65 nursing positions are vacant, including seven registered nurses, two nurse practitioners. Nursing leaders say recruiting nurses to the corrections department is difficult because of competition for nurses and better pay at hospitals and clinics. We need some Greg Fockers. <laughs> ACLU Nebraska says unless the department acts quickly to increase staffing, it could face a federal lawsuit for being understaffed. Uh, the stars came out to shine last night. Hollywood's biggest night, the Oscars. What would you guys think? It was long. Oh, God, it was long. Yeah. <laughs> it was so long. Is that the longest one ever? I don't know. I don't but long, man. 11 o'clock. What was um, it with the music that they played? What was that? Fight of the Valkyries or whatever? That was so weird. To cut, off the, to cut yes. off the director, best director. It's like you run out of time, and then now the big awards don't have time to talk. Yeah. It was, he didn't care. No, he, he just kept spoke going. through it. But they were, yeah, they were playing weird. Weird that was, music. That music flight of the Valkyries. Dun, 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 dun. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, are we getting ready to attack something? Like, it's just such weird music. I thought Chris Rock did a good job. I thought it, in the beginning, I'm like, oh gosh, this is going to go on all night. Yeah, um, it kind of did. did. Yeah, it did off and on. Like, did. we're black. I mean, black. I thought it was great, I mean, like the opening deal, like, like uh, Slay the Big Elephant in the Room. Yeah, embarrass Hollywood. And then move on. Like, I thought his last joke was he was like, you got to realize they've probably done this every year, like not nominate right. black people. Like they've been doing this every year. I thought that was the best joke. He was yeah. like, imagine probably back in 1960, they probably did it then, but it never hit the news because there was more important right. things to bitch about. Yeah. Then like he was kind of cinematographer, saying, yeah. Right. If this is the biggest gripe that we have, we've come a little bit of a ways. I don't know. I just thought they belabored a little bit, but I don't know. No, I, I would agree. I'm sitting at home like, look, I didn't pick. I'm not a part of the <laughs> academy. Know. Okay, I can't help you, buddy. I, I watched a lot of these movies. I thought it was sweet. Mad Max won tons of awards. Oh, my God. Yes, they yes. were the big winner of the night, actually. Six. Yeah, but how about Spotlight shocked people? Best that, picture. I immediately thought of you. I was going to text you, but it was so stinking late. Um, I was going to text you because you were the big champion. You were the big champion for that yeah? movie. Uh, you know, really saying is. how so good I mean, it is. You'll see it, and you'll be like, all right, that's, that's, that's a, it's a good movie. I felt bad for Rachel McAdams losing out um, for Best Supporting. I feel like I kind of look like a little bit of a win went out of her. I think she kind of thought. But what's her name was predicted to win that anyway, right? Was she? she said. I, the yeah, Danish was, girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, because on Friday you said uh, who was the predictions were out and she was the one. So I wasn't surprised at that. 
Um, Sylvester Stallone didn't win anything. That <laughs> was so sad. I felt so bad. That I'm was glad. another one where I was like, oh, no. Well, it's his- I didn't want a gimme. You shouldn't be getting gimmies. It's a um, gimme year, though, for him. Well, not, I mean, I guess maybe it, it. it did. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, I thought maybe it was just going to be a gimme year because, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio broke the Internet. I guess uh, it was a big moment. The most tweeted moment in Academy Awards history was Leonardo DiCaprio's victory at the Oscars. I guess, according to Twitter, um, it was uh, produced more than 440,000 tweets per minute. Because he made a speech about global warming. Yeah. He, uh, and right when they did it, they cut to that guy that we interviewed, by the way. Did you see yes, that? Yes, yeah. Uh, Arthur Redcloud. No, I didn't. Yeah, he, he, was was sitting, there. I was he was failed. sitting there, and they well, they cut back to him, just okay. a single, because he was grinning and smiling like, yeah, about wow. about Leo's speech when it okay. got into kind of global warming. And- I was, like Leo, man. He just has such a powerful presence. He was there with his mom. Talks weird, though. He talks. Yeah, like, he's got that thing like he's got chew in his mouth. Yeah. Like, you're like, are you? He might actually have chew in his mouth. <laughs> he's a smoker, and you have to sit through that whole thing. I mean, I'm, uh, maybe he does have like a. Like a like I, mean, sat, I mean, how many people <laughs> sat through that whole thing? Oh, my gosh. I did. <laughs> I sat through the whole thing. Of it. I DVR'd it and just buzzed through it, watched ah. the whole thing in about 40 minutes. I'm <laughs> jealous. That's what I should have done, too. I tried, but I didn't want to stay up till. I mean, that would have required me staying up until whatever. I mean, I already, as it was, way past my bed. Which one was the Danish girl? Was That was the one. That was the one with Eddie Redmayne. Oh I, I can't. Know. I know. I was talking about it. Okay, so Eddie Redmayne, there's something. He always looks like he just got rescued from like Everest or something. He always looks unbelievably dehydrated and like like as he if he's has, got wind burn. He's got to go to a war movie now, man, or be a cowboy or something. It's like back to back years. Yeah. A very yeah. fay of well, no, because last what is year it? Is he, he won for playing. Last year he won for playing. Um, it was the theory of everything. Uh, he went for playing hockey. Yeah, this is, yeah, right. this is something out of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I mean, seriously, no, him, him being the you first. You swinging for the fences. <laughs> back he's to just, back years. He's just a very, uh, he's just a very gentle looking man. I don't see myself seeing the Danish girl very soon. In the <laughs> I can't. Red no. HQ. No. <laughs> really? You mean you're not gonna? I you, you're not gonna own it? Yeah, so it was. It I was mean, a, the girl who won is the gal who had to play the 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 wife. The, the wife, like, where you been last night? Where's uh, my red lipstick? <laughs> where are my pantyhose? I know. Oh boy, yeah. Um, there was that interesting uh, piece that they did where they did all of the they did the Academy Awards, but like with if the parts had been played by black actors and that they had funny. Tracy Morgan, Tracy the Danish Morgan. girl. <laughs> I laughed so hard, Tracy Morgan. I'm so glad he's back. I My know. lord, I was just him in that funny. dress. I was like, are those stretch marks on your arms? <laughs> like it was like. <laughs> then he's eating Danish girl. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Um, but anyway, so it was, it was a big night. Hollywood, the big upset though, was the fact that Revenant didn't take home top honors. Like everybody kind of thought that this was going to be a clean sweep, but I would say it got credit. It got best director, got best actor. It's always so strange when they go, when they split that, that top when when, when you say somebody's the best director, but they don't have the best film, you know, that's always interesting in years, but they do that. Where they I really don't well. think it was the best film. It's a great film, but yeah. up against 
I'm telling you, you guys see Spotlight. Spotlight is a good movie. Just, what do you think is the best? I mean, I know you you had picked it to win. Do you think Revenant's better than it? No, or? I'm saying I thought Spotlight okay. was. When, the moment I saw Spotlight, I was like, this is the... It's really good. It's yeah, you, the, you've you been a strong I mean, you heard the guy. That. You heard their speech. Yeah. Obviously, they were like, this is about the victims. I thought that people were going to see that and not want to see it because he made the rant about taking it to Vatican. Yeah. But it's mainly, I took away the importance of the press. Yeah. yeah. There are huge stories out there that, that have never been told and will never be told because... Because you don't press. have the, br- the stones to do the story. Well, I was yeah. blown away we by just... the press all the time, but we do need to give them credit when they get it right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is a story of... It was in Boston. Journalism. It's I the won't. seat of Catholicism. It's a very... It was a very difficult story to, to run. And all of them had admittedly buried it for years and years and years. Yeah. Well, so heartbreaking. And they were like, let's do it right. We can't just do a story on a couple of priests. We got to do the story on the whole big story. The whole deal. And they really did kind of break it. it. You know, it's not like it wasn't something that we'd always heard these things. How crazy was it that the, the clip that they showed where she's interviewing that priest and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I touched kids, but hey, I didn't rape anybody. I mean, there's a difference. I mean, I know the difference. I mean, that was like so chilling. Like, you're thinking, oh, my gosh. I mean, she's writing it down. She's like, uh-huh. I mean, that's just so... I think say he was uh, raped. Then he was, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was the thing. I mean, it's just... It w- but I, I can't even imagine how heartbreaking that is for all of the families and all the survivors to watch something like that. That has to be a huge moment to be like, yes, our story is getting heard. We're being championed. You know, it won the Academy Award. God bless. Uh, so uh, there is talk that a... Na- oh, I'm sorry, tonight, a Navy SEAL... Navy SEAL Team 6 member is going to receive the Medal of Honor from President Obama today. Senior Chief Edward Byers, he's receiving the nation's highest military honor for his role in rescuing a doctor held hostage by the Afghan Taliban back in 2012. Party, this is the guy where that speaker told the story. Okay. When we went to uh-huh. the, the Lancers All-Star Game this year, the, the speaker that they brought in town was a head was of the a former um, you know, leader of the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And he ran that up. So oh, where this guy's yeah. getting the award, this guy was in the war room back in Washington running that operation. Yeah. My gosh. And told us the story that oh, so this God, guy who did. got the award, they went into this hut and they're saving a doctor and this guy went first and tackled the guy. Um somebody got shot right in the face. Somebody yep. died. Yep. Oh, One of the Navy SEALs died. It's amazing what those guys do. But he was I mean, breaking down the whole bit of, like, in theory, they pick who's going to go first on an op, but they all agree if the plan goes up out the door, they're all willing to do it. Yes. Like, runs. They know someone's got to go in first and literally take a bullet. Someone, yeah, it's, you, it's And so job. this guy told a couple different stories, um, and all of them kind of involved where one of the Navy SEALs jumps on the hostage and is a human shield. Oh, my gosh. While they're all still fighting. So, yeah, it's kind of an old story. When was that? When did they so say? So this is 2012. Yeah. Um, he's only the sixth SEAL to be awarded the Medal of Honor, but he's the first living sailor to be given the award since Clinton was in office. Uh, we had the sailor. guy who spoke to us was a Rear Admiral Scott Moore. Yeah. That's just an. I mean, that was pretty cool. It was. It was one of those moments that you'll never forget. I mean, it's, I wish we could do that. You should be able to do that at least once a month. Talk to, just listen to someone's story outside yeah. of your own for a change. I think he was kind of expensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we walked, well, he should cut his prices then. We walked out and some of the guys that paid for it were like, yeah, was it worth? Do you think it was? I was worth like, it? yeah, it was. I thought it I was. didn't have to write the check. <laughs> <I was gonna> say- <laughs> 
did you write the check? I mean, but it was one of those deals. You're like, this is awesome. How much is it? Because I never, you know, yeah. you got to pay those guys. They're, yes, you do. They're, they're gonna, motivational speakers. They're, you know, they, they're yeah. here for a reason. Like the girl from uh, what's her name? That's coming to Girls Inc. Molly. Uh, Malala. Malala. I want to go to that so bad, so bad. Those speeches be- we should need to go to more often. They hear How crazy is that? The, the Taliban tries to quiet this little girl because yeah. she represents everything that they hate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And shoot her. And yeah. she survives, bounces back. Now she's speaking in Omaha, Nebraska. They've like oh. amplified her voice. Yes, I mean, they yeah. did. It's unbelievable. She's got such a strong message, though, and it's just, I, I think, I mean, how perfect, what a perfect fit for Girls, Inc. If you can go to an event like that, people that I know that have gone to in, in the past to that Girls, Inc. event, the luncheon, they say it's just, it's, it's so unbelievably powerful and moving to hear these people And they feed speak. you, too, right? You say yeah, the luncheon? Yeah, I, I believe it's a luncheon. Like, you go, okay. and it's like a luncheon fundraiser. People buy tables, you know, you go, and you can be part of things. I want um, to go to this place. You got I want to go to there. <laughs> uh, this Scott Moore, the, one of the other stories he told was when they made a raid in Somalia where all these deals, Navy SEAL parachute in in the dark and they have to move in oh, to save oh, the oh, woman. And they said, firefight, guns going off. They finally clear everything. They got her. They've thrown her over their shoulder. They're marching back out to sea. My shoes. And the girl goes, can we go back and get my shoes? <laughs> oh, so he said. He yeah. said one of the Navy SEALs ran back and got her shoes. No. Yeah. That man earned his keys. <laughs> oh, jeez. The Big Party Show. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up laughing. Huge congrats to Terrence Crawford, man. Jeez. That, he fought this weekend and just beat the life out of that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that guy made me so angry. He was such a crap talker. He was like... He was over and over saying, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to be the next champion. He believed it so much in his head, which I don't know if you have. I, I think you can do that, but just don't to say it over out. and over and, and over. And then I and liked over. how everyone right out after the first round, people were like, oh, Crawford's screwing up. It's like everybody forgets. Yes. Crawford's like a real life Rocky. Yes, he is. In, in, in the plot of Rocky, where Rocky used to do. He, what the deal was is Rocky takes punches. Yeah. Yeah. And he figures it out. And he, But he's learning. Yeah. And and he really does that. Like Terrence is figuring you out for for a few rounds. Mm-hmm. He is, and then once he he gets you figured out, it could either be over now. It's looking quick, like he's a knockout guy. <laughs> it's fantastic. They were like, so apparently you're a knockout fighter, and he was like, I always said I was a knockout fighter. This story <laughs> is absolutely amazing. They was talking about it this weekend and how he was uh, he was boxing, and then uh, he was playing dice somewhere or something like that, and uh, someone shot. Shot a you know shot a gun and hit him right in the head. The bullet yeah. bounced off of his skull, and that at that living moment he was like, "What am I doing here? Why am I? If I want to be a boxer, I need to be boxing, not doing this crap." Uh, so yeah, he survived that, and, and uh, which is amazing. And uh, yeah, now look at him. That guy is so Omaha proud. I yeah. love it. He says Omaha over and over. He I had love it on it. his trunks. So yes, it's huge on the side of his trunks. Here there is yeah. Madison Square Garden on HBO. Whole boxing world is watching the guy, the headline fight with Omaha on his trunks. And then as soon as he wins, he throws on a Creighton Blue Jay hat. <laughs> That's so great. Points at it and says Omaha right away. Thanks to the people in Omaha. They keep cutting to his mom and his family yeah. off, going nuts. What a fun life for those guys. My Lord, it was a good fight. It was a... Uh... Molly, I don't think you watched it, but it was, no, it was something I, else, man. I mean, but ended like what in the fifth? Uh, something like that. I was surprised. I mean, people were thinking it was going to go longer. Yeah. 
And once he he uh, turned he it on, knocked, he almost knocked him out of the ring. Oh my gosh! You know, ah, just I felt so proud. Those moments are just those moments just stick with me. Um, re- you know, really hard. Like uh, like when um, uh, Houston Alexander used to go on 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 the big screen on in the middle of the ring, the Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska. Nebraska yeah, people around here, it is funny how proud. I mean, people are really proud. proud. Where they come from when they come from Omaha. So he's now the WBO Junior Welterweight Champion. Um, his promoter says he's going to fight in late June or early July, hopefully in California. Yeah. That is the one thing with boxing though right now. It's like all the good fighters are all with, is it top rank? Yeah. They're I all think so. under the same promoter. Yeah. Yeah, the, the problem is right now is so that... So their management owns all the guys and they pick and choose who. So he yeah. wanted to fight Pacquiao. Pacquiao's got... He might fight Another him. fight. And that the guy he's fighting, I don't recall who that is, is under um, Crawford's management. Probably. And so uh, Crawford doesn't want to fight him, I guess. Uh, because of that, I think Pacquiao's so, the same one. Oh, I don't know. I, th- I thought they were saying the other one, but regardless, I guess if Pacquiao, Pacquiao loses, it'll probably be over. But if yeah. Pacquiao wins, ooh, that's a fight. And we yeah. got a world champion right in Omaha. A world champion. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I have a guy crush. On... <laughs> You're <laughs> got a little bit of a man crush. <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, I just want to say congratulations to him. God, it felt good to watch that. The Big Party Show Podcast. Get them now on your iPhone, Android, Blackberry, iPad, computer, or tablet. From Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Cammie, I heard you had a nice little dream about me, girl. I did, and you were naked. What? (laughs) What? It was the weirdest dream. Me and Party were roommates. Oh and some lady came in our house and bowled a rotten chicken through the middle of the house. What? <laughs> and so I went to Party's room to say, Party, do you know this lady? And he answers his bedroom door naked in an Indian headdress and bloody. Oh, oh God, what? why? That will teach me to have vegetables for dinner. There you go. Always eat bacon. <laughs> yeah. It'll never set you st- It'll no never kidding. set you wrong. <laughs> Indian headdress naked and bloody? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the bloody thing is all I know, about. I don't know though. either. It was all just really strange. Okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Party. See you in the dreams. Tonight. Were you able to get yeah. back to sleep after that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Cammy. All right, celebrity news, Molly. Last night, uh, big night in Hollywood. The Academy Awards. The big winner of the night. Um, surprisingly, the most awards went to Mad Max Fury Road. Six. They just swept in all of the you well know, design. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you wanted to break a movie down, where um, amazing movies can get made with a director who. You know, knows how to tell a story well, and actors that just act the hell out of it. Yep. Mad Max is all about sort of the opposite. It is all tech. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All special effects and tech, where usually that used to be kind of a slur. That it'd be like, oh, it's just a special effects movie. When movies fall back on it. But this really was special effects at its best. Completely all focused, well done. I Makeup, that movie all that was stuff. Like, perfect. There's no, yeah. like, there's no bad shot in the movie yeah. Mad Max. What desert were they in? Um, Nairobi, she Nairobi said. Nairobi desert, she said, okay. But I yeah. mean, that shows the beauty of the visionary. Wow. Like, I borderline, as the night went, I'm like, God, maybe the Mad Max director does deserve best director. Because uh, when he won, what did he win? One of the big technical awards he got up there, he said, this was the movie I always originally wanted to do, but didn't have the special effects. Mm-hmm. Saying it, Mad Max. Because yeah. it was the same guy who did the original. Mm-hmm. But he's, so, I mean, that's when you have a vision in your head, if you could get what's out of your head and put it on the film. I hope there's a sequel. I, there's got to be, right? Yes, there is. There is a sequel. It's oh, in the is. works. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, it's in the works. Oh, yeah, they're not going to walk away. There's money on the table. 
Man, there were good <laughs> movies this year. There really were. Yes. Yeah, so and was. so, like, now is the time. Most people, understandably, you see the Oscars, and a lot of times, years and year out, you're like, I haven't seen any of these movies. And I don't see them at, at the, all. But yeah. these get you fired up now. Yep. You bet. I would I mean, say that the only one that really was like didn't move the needle is that Bridge of Spies. Have you seen it? No, I mean, I'm just saying oh, that's well. the only one, you know, like we're talking about like movies and you're like, oh, I jazzed up like you haven't seen it, but you want to. You they know? nominate, they just nominate far too many movies in each category. And if there was an old school Hollywood where somebody paid somebody off or gave a handshake or a wink, yeah. I would say it's Bridge of Spies. I saw it. It's a good movie. There's no way it should have been nominated, I think, for anything all the stuff <laughs> compared to all the other stuff it was up against. And that was the deal. It, it got nominated. I'm sure that's the favor that you do to a movie like that. All you got, you can fall back on a nomination. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't can go far with it. Well, we were nominated. It's treated like an almost. And they, the, the that movie, Bridge of Spies, got a the, he got uh, best, supporting best supporting actor for the uh, Russian see, Tom spy. Tom Hardy should have got should have been Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy should have gotten it. Molly, I wish you'd go watch Revenant before it leaves the theater. I will try. It's good. I mean, I it really it is. Odd when they did the, you know, they showed the pictures behind the, the, the presenter of all the people that were being nominated. And I could have sworn, I was like, is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Did they have the wrong image up? Because that didn't look like Tom Hardy when they were talking about best supporting. Well, you got to see the, the, that was him. It was, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying the eyes. It was the blue, blue eyes that Leo had. They're all out in the woods. They're in the woods with Everybody's long hair. got crazy and, beards. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> that was Hardy. So best picture went to Spotlight. Director, the the Revenant, uh, that Alejandro Inarritu, he won. Um, but the big thing was Leonardo DiCaprio, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But this year, he finally caught the bouquet. He got Best Actor for his work in The Revenant. The actress went to Brie Larson, that movie Room, which, oh my gosh, I just haps, that little boy was so stinking cute. That's her co-star. He was there, and he helped give out awards. It was just, he's so adorable. And they sort yeah. of obviously belabored the controversy this year that it was all white Oscars. Mm -hmm. um, but, all right, if, another thing, if you wanted to really bitch, why don't women ever get mad that the best actress always goes before the best actor? They always present that the first. best actress at the end of the night then they go best actor, meaning the male. Yeah. In an act, you know what I mean? And then best picture. Isn't that kind of like... Because they do they ramp rotate up. that every other year. They do ramp it up to what's more important or yes. bigger. What's bigger, better At the yet. end of the night, it's yeah. okay. Now, it's running late, you guys. we got to wrap this up. Let's do the, the ones that matter. Best actor, <laughs> best film. Yeah, yeah ladies. Like, come why on. Why don't they flip that next year? You know, every other year you have best actor, then best actress. I don't know. I mean... Uh, I so thought every other presenter, if the Oscars were embarrassed about not having any um, uh, black nominees, yeah. they certainly filled it up with every black you, actor in Hollywood to be yes. to be a presenter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't you did. think? Yes, they did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, if you uh, guys got an opinion on the on the thing, give us a call four zero two nine three eight ninety four hundred. So the Razzie Awards, the night before the Oscars, this is the uh, the Golden Raspberry Awards. It's uh, a, a, the, for the worst of the worst. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was the big winner, loser. I saw um, they were nominated for a song oh, in the Academy Awards. Yes. Yeah, The Weeknd. How embarrassing was that, though? I'm like, Fifty Shades of Grey got even a mention? At the Oscars was a travesty. But all right, so Razzie's, they're a big winner. Yeah, they were the big winner. Uh, they took home the most. Uh, they tied it for worst picture with uh, the, the reboot of Fantastic Four. So it was Fifty Shades of Grey and Fantastic Four tying for worst picture this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, Fan Fantastic Four sucked. 
Yeah, you went and saw it, I saw right? it. I saw it on DVD or whatever. It was awful. That's the one where they awful. They went, they were stuck on another planet. Yeah, it's just... I saw it in the uh, theater. It was absolutely terrible. Yeah, you went with your yes. nephew, didn't you? <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. My nephew wanted to see it. Oh. It was the stupidest. It really was. Has your girlfriend in it, though? Kate um, Mara? Kate Mara? Yeah, it's just an awful movie. I mean, that thing was all... It's just all bad computer effects. It's the opposite of Mad Max. <laughs> okay. Worst actor went to Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, hunk Jamie Dornan. God, that sucks for those guys. Yes. Worst I mean, actress was Dakota Johnson for Fifty Shades of Grey. They, I mean, everyone thought that movie was just going to be the... Um, I mean, everyone was just going to... You know, they, they had high expectations for that movie because of that book. Yeah. You know, so... Oh, man. And then worst supporting actor. Talk about the other end of the rainbow. Eddie Redmayne. Well, he's, you know, wondering if he's going to take home the big prize for his work in Danish Girl. He actually took home the big prize in the Golden Raspberries for his work in Jupiter Ascending. He is really strange in that movie. I watched part of it. I couldn't even make it through all of Jupiter Ascending. That's how bad it is. And that was, like, on cable. And then uh, Kaylee Coco, she uh, won Best Supporting Actress, uh, Worst Supporting Actress, I mean, for her work in Alvin and the Chipmunks, Road Chip. Oh my God. Road chip? Road <laughs> chip. Who does deserve credit? Like where you write your name on a test and you at least get a D. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right there. That that title alone was reason to make the film. Alvin Road, chi- road, road chip. chip. <laughs> <laughs> that just that thing got greenlit on a cocktail napkin by that alone. Road they hadn't chip. even ordered salads yet. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So it was pretty. It was. It was a pretty bad night for the Razzies. Um, but uh, it, you know, then the next night, sometimes they even go. Sometimes some of the actors even go just to be just sure to, that they're a good sport. Because there was one year where Sandra Bullock won. Oh, she won. She accepted it. She did. But then, yeah. like, the next night, she won the Academy Award for, um, <clears throat> what, what was the movie? That, I don't remember. Uh, but the, uh, I don't yeah. know how they have time to go to the Razzies when there's their independent film awards, uh, Spirit Awards are the same weekend, mm-hmm. I believe. That's, a, that's getting more and more relevance every year. I think that's wow. on Friday night. And then, like, this is Saturday. or it, There's something where it's like they space it all out. And where you could you could go to all of them. Those parties you just have to be insane. Oh my gosh! The after parties where they finally I mean, get just to eat. Party all day long, all night. <laughs> I know. Wow. That is your new celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, channel ninety four one. All right, thank you, dear. All right, hello, who's this? This Diana. Hi, Diana. What's up? Um. So I trained like a. Uh, an athlete every year for the Oscars. I tried to see all the Oscar-nominated movies. Um, I did pretty good this year. I probably saw about 90% of them. I didn't see, like, a lot of the foreign ones and everything. Um, I think the only real snore of a movie this year was Carol. Um, That's the one with the two ladies, like the lesbian romance? Yeah, and and it, it, it was just like... It was set in the 30s, and they were lesbians, and they liked to smoke. And that was, like, the best, you know. I mean, their their big scene was even a letdown, like, you know, the scene. It was, right. it was, it was just really boring. Carol was Carol. was the Kate Blanchett one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Carol. Um, I kind of thought but, every time they show a clip, none of us have seen the other. We're like, it's, the, you know, it's just a, a romance. Is that still a thing now? Like, there better be a big story there. It's. Yeah, it's just, it was really boring. It was really boring. Um, I, I, honestly, all of them were really, really good. Um, I think Bridge of Spies, like, I, I read that it was best described as a, as a dad movie. 
And that's exactly what it is. It's like when you can picture your dad seen on like a Sunday afternoon <laughs> on History Channel. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just historical, but it, well, I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was up for best. Exactly. You know, it's a true story. I, I it's... really like the guy. Like, you, the... you thought he deserved Best Supporting Actor, the guy who was the Russian spy? No, he I he was like last on my list to win. I was rooting for Tom Hardy because yeah. I feel like I feel like Tom like Tom Hardy better than I like Leo in The Revenant because he was just more sadistic. Tom Hardy's no, awesome, he's man. fantastic, isn't he? Hey, dude, yeah, th- oh. thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. No problem. All right, have a great week. All right, see you later. You. All right, five uh, uh, six fifty three. You, you went to high school in Germany. In Germany, in yeah. like what year? Oh, geez, that was 80s. Like 80s, yeah, upper 80s. So this so. is um, Bridges Spice's Checkpoint Charlie. It's all the. Really? It's an actual tale. I want to see it. Of during the Cold War, of the bridge of where we used to exchange spies back and forth. Okay. One of the most powerful scenes is is Tom Hanks plays a, an American attorney, and he has to go over into the Russian side of Berlin. Okay. And then he takes the train back, and it's the only way out through the wall. Yeah. And while he's going back, you see the people running across, trying to crawl over and getting gunned down the, I've by been, the East German guards. I mean, that really happened. I've oh. been there twice on that side through Checkpoint Charlie and just, I mean, those images will never leave of that vast distance of nothing to get yeah. to that wall and those like you said, those people standing in those towers just aiming at it. It's a neat story. It's, it's a really, it's a true story. Um, we caught an American spy that was working for the Russians in the United States during the Cold War. Red, Red Scare, everyone's mad. They hired this regular attorney, a real attorney, Tom Hanks, is a true story, and they're okay. like, Hey, you got to represent him. The whole country's against him. We got to give him fair show that America fair has trial, fair trial. Yeah. Well, Tom Hanks in real life went in the the, the real story, kicked ass, no, and I was going to get this guy free. And the Russian guy's like, "I'm a Russian. I am a Russian spy. <laughs> like they can Hi. give me the you know the death penalty." And Tom Hanks like, "No, you deserve your day in court." Like he was too good of an attorney. Like, I got everyone's mad at him. Like, look, we wanted to rep, rep him, but not don't be that good. I don't know why. I so keep... that's how he gets the gig. Then they're like, well, you're an awesome attorney, man. Will you go over and rep our rep our guys, our guy, our spies overseas? You're Bridge. pretty good. Why don't you talk to the Russians? And he's this regular attorney that's standing between the United States and the Russians, like the Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Okay, now that title makes sense. It still doesn't deserve it. Okay. <laughs> the big party show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.